the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Love Never Fails Radio. Love Never Fails. Inviting you to join in the fight for love. There are millions of people who are trapped in modern day slavery. Take a stand to do something against this injustice. Join the fight against human trafficking. If you truly love, set the captives. Each week, this program sheds light on the needs of vulnerable people in our community who are impacted by human trafficking, homelessness, addiction, and abuse, and celebrates the work of those who are meeting them right where they are and expressing to them that they are precious, valued, and loved. Our goal is to see this radio audience move to compassion demonstrated in acts of service, generosity, and gifts of time. Now, here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, founder and executive director of Love Never Fails, Vanessa Russell. Thanks and welcome to Love Never Fails Radio. We are in the studio today with Mayor Rich Tran, who is a three consecutive term leader at large elected mayor for his hometown of Milpitas, where he won the election by a landslide. Woohoo! Um, he's also a veteran of the United States National Guard, 129th uh, Rescue Wing, where he earned an achievement medal for his response to national emergencies, uh, began his public service uh, career early. Uh, as a social worker and graduated from NYU with the MPA, um, uh, San, San Francisco, or San Jose State with an MSW, UCLA with a BA in political science and sociology. Woo, my goodness. And Milpitas High School with a diploma and a few other things. This is really important. His parents are political refugee. He says here, boat people who escaped Vietnam following the war. He is a first Uh, He is the first Vietnamese-American mayor in Milpitas' 68-year history, and that is quite remarkable, alongside with all of your educational experience and life experience. Welcome to the show, Mayor Tran. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much uh, for having me, and uh, I'm happy to be here. Yeah, so I'm, I'm so grateful that you... Um, have joined me today to just talk a little bit about um, just being a city on a hill, a city that is uh, safe, a city that um, wants to be more aware of what is going on as it relates to human trafficking and uh, just all of the things that go along with human trafficking. As you know, um, oftentimes uh, crimes, you know, um, drugs, Drug trafficking, um, certainly um, gangs, it's very gang related and just a violation of of human rights is what often goes along with human trafficking. And so I was so pleased when we met uh, some time ago and you just really had a passion for 
um, making sure that Milpitas is a place, a safe place for people to live and to raise their families and to um, not only just be a safe place, but an anchor for the region. And um, so thank you again for that. I wanted to start off by asking you a little bit about your history. You know, you have this long history, social work, um, uh, you know, political science, uh, just, you know, going through and really taking the time to understand sociology. What's informing that? Why do you do that? You know, what makes you, um, what has sort of motivated you to pursue that line of education and service? Thank you. Thank you uh, for the uh, really uh, set up there. I, <laughs> uh, the introduction, you know, I, I'm still um, sort of uh, at a point in my life where I feel like, I don't know if I'm getting started or if I'm like reached my destination or if, or if I'm done, pardon me. And so it's, it's a hard question to answer, but I will say that uh, I uh, have always been someone that attacked life and uh, really my whole entire life, I never really sat still too much. And, and so I just always pursued my passion uh, and academically it reflected community organizing, social activism, uh, did a lot of that stuff when I was younger. Now I'm in a different capacity to be an activist. Uh, it's pretty cool uh, it being in local government, but, uh, but yeah, yeah, I had a fascination for uh, politics uh, when I was uh, really younger and I further pursued a uh, master's in social work. And I, I did social work for about uh, a full time over three years uh, and I had different social work capacities. Uh, one uh, position I had was with Santa Clara County as a medical social worker. And I can remember uh, having patients that were victims of human trafficking. And, and, and so um, that helped me um, understand the problem uh, up front uh, and directly uh, through my role as a social worker. So years later, I get into city hall of here in Milpitas and I got to work, you know, what can I do from a public policy standpoint to prevent uh, the uh, human trafficking in Milpitas, uh, which was very more common than not. Uh, uh, one thing I did as I wrap up what I'm saying here to this question is like one thing I proposed public policy wise was restrict your massage parlor regulations. Mm-hmm. Milpitas yeah. does have a Asian immigrant population and there's uh, a number of massage parlors. And what I did was I made it harder uh, for any massage parlor to operate or open. Uh, did things like reduced operating hours, uh, opening uh, the windows from any type of tinting uh, cover. Uh, new massage parlors would have to get signed off by the police chief. Um, other uh, building code things as well, right? Yeah. Other code things as well uh, in terms of their tenant improvements um, to ensure that there is safety. 
certain lock mechanisms on the door. And uh, that was a, a little splash of news uh, when that passed in my city. And a lot of people really said, Rich, you know, this was a common sense way uh, to um, do everything possible to ensure that some of these businesses uh, weren't doing um, things that uh, were hurting women or, or related to human trafficking. So that's a little story. Yeah, I see that um, you introduced that in 2007, uh, 17 rather. And, um, and, you know, kind of, I, I love the way that you, um, you know, you, you gathered up the, the insight from other neighboring cities from Monterey and others that were taking this stance. And, and what I love about it is that you received accolades saying this is a common sense thing to, to do, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't make sense for massage parlors to be open at two o'clock and three mm-hmm. o'clock in the morning, right? It mm-hmm. makes sense for doors from not just, you know, in terms of slave labor, but just from fire, you know, fire code and mm-hmm. in general to have different ways to open doors so that people can exit safely if something is going wrong right and so um and i just love the simplicity of um of what you initiated there in terms of you know curbing exploitation in in mm-hmm. by going for stricter regulations in the massage establishments and just i wanted to ask you so that happened in 2017 um maybe you know i think what we'll do is we'll take a quick break because when we come back i want to i want to understand what have you seen? Has that changed the dynamic of the number of massage parlors? Um, is, are things going underground from what, from your standpoint, or do we see some um, shifting of, of sort of the onset of all of these um, different parlors that were popping up at that time? So we're, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back and hear some more from Mayor Tran. And thank you for listening to Love Never Fails Radio. For more information on this program, visit loveneverfailsus.com. That's loveneverfailsus.com. We'll be right back with more right after these messages. Trash bills weighing you down? At Case Industries, we specialize in lowering waste costs and providing trash consolidation and compaction services for multifamily properties, condos, and commercial shopping centers. Let us help you reduce operating expenses and increase property NOI. Case Industries, saving the planet, saving you money. Contact us today for a property trash and recycling assessment online at caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. That's caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. Case Industries, the property manager's friend. Are you struggling to find peace in your life? Feeling anxious or going through a difficult life storm? Scott Dixon, a Christian humanitarian filmmaker and host of the Dove Teachings web series, wants you to know that you are not alone. Go to doveteachings.org to see great Dove teaching lessons, pastor insights, and aspiring testimonies. You can watch the current show and more at doveteachings.org. That's D-O-V-E teachings.org, where you will find peace in your daily life through the teachings of Jesus. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. 
Now, here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, Vanessa Russell. And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. We again are in the studio today with Mayor Rich Tran of Milpitas. Um, as was mentioned, he, uh, he has a rich background. Mayor Tran has a rich back background in political science and sociology um, and really is representing um, his family um, as the first Vietnamese American mayor in Milpitas' 68-year history. Uh, bringing safety and bringing um, quality of life to the to residents um, throughout the city and region. And so we were just talking about an ordinance that was initiated in 2017 by Mayor Tran um, that basically required some pretty straightforward things like we need to close your business at nine o'clock instead of 10 and um, reopen at eight o'clock. Um, you need to have certain um, certain ways that people can get out of your building from the inside rather than having all the doors locked, which would prohibit someone who was being held there from leaving. Um, and certainly um, just making sure that people are adhering to safety codes and health codes. Um, and I would imagine this has been quite the deterrent um, from these types of um, illicit massage parlors popping up in the city of Milpitas. What what have you heard uh, there, Mayor Tran, about what has happened since 2017? I, I think there's been a positive uh, effect on the massage parlor industry uh, overall in Milpitas due to the stricter massage prior regulations uh, ordinance that we're talking about. Um, you know, we have really great quality massage parlor. Uh, I don't even call them massage parlors, massage businesses. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we have massage places that specialize on feet yeah. and these people love these places, but then you have the ones that uh, massage businesses that are just uh, conducting human trafficking and um, typically these businesses that know that they're conducting human trafficking, you know, they'll spend less on their rent. They'll spend less on their tenant improvements. They're just waiting for, uh, you know, to sort of be caught and then they're going to move on to the next place. Mm. So this ordinance really helps with um, filtering out uh, the good and the bad. Yeah. And that's what we've seen over the last few years. I've been the mayor here in Milpitas. I can think of really in our small town, everybody kind of knows the whole town, but I can think one, two, three. I can think of at least three businesses that closed up. They just said, oh, you know, the lock on the door or this or that, the hours. It's like, and they just gave up and left, and that's okay. And so it really helped out the the honest businesses. And and so uh, it creates an industry here in our jurisdiction where um, folks know that uh, the conversation only has ethical and uh, quality businesses. Yeah, no, that's great. And and that's I mean, that's part of restoring safety to the community, because now the the I mean, I love who doesn't love a great massage. I mean, I love yeah. a great massage. Um, and and so you don't want to go into places and be wondering like, well, mm, what's going on here? Right. You want to mm-hmm. know that 
this, you know, the, the, the places that are here are safe and clean and, and, and the owners are, you know, ethical and, and there to do what they do best, which is care for people. Um, so, um, yeah, so that's, that's wonderful. Just, just kind of bunny hopping over. So there was a case, I'm sure, I mean, I'm sure you have talked about it a million times in June of 2021, where there was a couple that was charged, right, with operating six brothels and out of apartments. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, and I know those individuals were charged with pimping and pandering and money laundering there. Again, you know, a lot of people think this kind of stuff is not happening. And Milpitas is super nice. What's going on here? I mean, what, what, what you know, um, and, and I love what the, the D.A., you know, Jeff Rosen said, people do not have the right to treat other pe- people like pack animals. Right. And that's that's what, exactly what's happening in these places. And. And, you know, and so I, I just, again, appreciate that that there are these investigations that are happening and even a partnership between Milpitas Police and San Jose, you know, Santa Clara Police, everyone just working together to restore safety in these areas. What what was your you know, what were you thinking when this came across your desk? Yeah, I'm definitely glad you brought that up. Um, we cover everything here in town. And when that incident happened uh i believe it was over by the MacArthur ranch area mm-hmm. apartments over there there's only one residential neighborhood i don't know where that is but you know that's, that's a nice apartment building mm-hmm. that's a modern expensive typical new apartment building uh here in silicon valley and and you know when you find out it happened it's one thing and then another thing is you find out where it is not that there should be a differentiation between one neighborhood or the next, but um, you know, I'm I'm I'm, first off, I want to thank the neighbors uh, and those that reported what was going on. I mean, neighbors, no neighbors, neighbors, no neighbors. And when you see something happening, see something, call it, you say something. Um, We just can't have that here in town. Uh, but over my experience, it's like, that. Was, I don't think that was the first time I've seen that in Milpitas. I think as yeah. my time there, it might have been the second time. Yeah. Perhaps the third time it was at an apartment or, or a house, maybe. You know, to be honest, like, that wasn't even the only time. And then, um, you know, I, it, you just address it. Uh from a policy standpoint, I don't know what I can do. Like there's a lot of housing rights and things. I'm like, maybe that's something to take a look at, but I still haven't found anything. And, um, yeah, I'll tell you, you know, just one one more thing is like, um, illegal activities on a residential property. People Mm -hmm. use it to make money as some type of illegal business. Marijuana grows. Mm Mm-hmm. I get embarrassed every time there's a marijuana girl in Milpitas, mm-hmm. you know, where they got the whole house all closed up and they got the house full of plants. Like, you know, that's, that's, that's dangerous too. Right. A different category respectfully, but you know, there's always a portion of the society that just looking to make that easy money. And, you know, it's, it's like, um, we need to, I think, we all, as every city, because it happens in every city, I think we all just got to keep fighting for answers on how to 
stop uh, human trafficking, you know, which has been around as long as society and civilization. So those are my thoughts. Yeah, well, and 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 just so I wanted people to hear, um, I was involved in in a in a sting that was done, not this one, but the, the one before, and there were a you know a bunch of women that had been brought there um, to quote unquote work in um, in a business, but were also being sex trafficked and were working you know twelve and fourteen hours a day, not being allowed to leave the facility. So just a variety of you know violations, labor trafficking and sex trafficking mixed. And um, the one of the women that we ended up bringing into our home was from Shanghai, and she didn't speak English, and she came here thinking you know uh, she's going to have a better life. And I I just saw that this this case with these uh, the the couple. Right. They the folks came from China, South Korea, Eastern Europe. They had their passports taken from them. They were paid low and they were not allowed to leave the property for days at a time. Mm-hmm. And, and and so there was some labor trafficking, some sex trafficking going on. And the way that the prosecutors and the police found them was that the people had found their ads online. Um, yeah. via their smartphone apps. Right. So they were able to say, oh, they're operating in the, and there was about a hundred women that were rotated through those six apartments. Um, and so, so the, the point of that, and I want to go back to what you said, which is thank you to the people who actually reported it, noted, mm-hmm. right? Because you've got a bunch of foot traffic coming in and out. You've got people that don't look like they're related coming in and out. You've got, you know, men coming in and out or women coming in and out that don't live there at 30 minute and one hour increments. And you're thinking something's wrong. That's when you stop and say 888-3737-888, the National Human Trafficking Hotline. You call it or you call 911 and you report it, right? Like you said, see something, say something. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I think that's what we're really... Um, what we're really um, hoping to do. Right. So I think let, let's take a quick break because this is a great segue into, you know, I mean, y- you said you get embarrassed, but at the end of the day, it's it's all of us. Right. This belongs to all of us to take care about. So let's talk about how the rest of the community can um, notice some of the red flags. We'll just come right back. And thanks for listening to Love Never Fails Radio. To join in the fight for love, visit loveneverfailsus.com. Don't go away. Love Never Fails Radio will return right after these messages from our sponsors. This is Dr. Miluna Fausch. I am honored to serve on the advisory board of Love Never Fails, where each voice matters as lives are restored. Thank you for your support. Let's face it, you are making a pitch for something every day. Your verbal communication skills are the key to your professional and personal success. My company, Pitch Perfect Presentations, trains executives, management teams, and startups in delivering consistent, effective, engaging presentations to today's diverse audiences to rev up sales, attract clients and fans, and secure funding. Visit PitchPerfectPresentations.com to schedule your complimentary strategy call with me today. That's PitchPerfectPresentations.com, PitchPerfectPresentations.com. 
Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. Now, here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, Vanessa Russell. And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. We again are in the studio today with Mayor Rich Tran of Milpitas. We're talking about different cases, different situations where human trafficking was um, un- uncovered in Milpitas and what someone might be able to do just anybody you whoever's listening what can you do to address the issue of human trafficking so you know what i'm i'm curious mayor tran what would you what would you suggest with your background and kind of um experience there in milpitas what are some of the things you know that the listening audience could do straight away to address the issue of trafficking thank you yeah i think uh one thing I do want to say is human trafficking is <clears throat> a complicated issue uh, around our uh, world. And there's different forms of human trafficking, some out in the open and, uh, and some, you know, secretly or behind closed doors. Uh, um, you know, there's places in the world in certain countries where human trafficking is shielded by uh, governments. Um, And so, you know, if it was that simple, uh, I think human trafficking uh, could be mitigated uh, on a higher level, but it's certainly a complicated issue, but uh, we don't take it very lightly at all in Milpitas. We have no time for that uh, human trafficking um, I just want to share with my community and you know, local regional communities. Uh, it starts with us and it starts with effort. It starts by putting value on these individuals, these human beings, when governments or leaders like myself included, or other people in our community don't put value on the lives of human beings that are being trafficked. then that's the first problem. That's the first problem in my mind. So here in Milpitas, you know, every, every person matters, no matter what, you know, you could have been sent here from Mars uh, or uh, Pluto or whatnot. You know, we're going to, we're going to take care of human beings uh, here in the city of Milpitas. So, um, you know, I think there's a lot more work to be done. Uh, and then you, uh, for folks, maybe my personal experience as an elected official, it's like you have like so many priorities and issues and problems and potholes and streetlights. And, and, uh, I, you know, it's hard for elected officials on any level of government to, um, put the time forward, but we, we need to put more time forward. We need to put more money forward to addressing uh, human trafficking. Um, it's been an issue here in Milpitas for decades. Uh, you know, you read our police reports and crime blotters and you kind of, you see like how it be, how it is an issue in Milpitas. Uh, I'll give you an example, hotels. We haven't talked about hotels yet. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people don't really think about it, but Milpitas has one of the highest per capita hotels in uh, the region, um, or at least within a, a certain radius of our city. Like South Fremont does not have hotels. Mm-hmm. Of course, San Jose barely has hotels. 
Uh, they just started building hotels sort of along 237, North Santa Clara. But if you look at the map, just like Google Hotel, just Google it, you'll see Mopitas has hella hotels. Yeah. Our city has always been welcoming to that because uh, we are at a crossroads, multiple interstates, state route. Uh, and our city appreciates the hotel taxes. Mm-hmm. And I think with that comes a responsibility, not just today, not just in 1954, back when Milpita started, but, you know, for any city that's, you know, you want a hotel industry, you want to make money off these hotel taxes, you need to be accountable to human trafficking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and, and, and so there are some places in our nation, some cities that have all these hotels, you kind of just know that human trafficking is kind of happening. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say Las Vegas, maybe, you know, Las Vegas comes to mind, mm-hmm. uh, but it's not just Las Vegas, but you know, uh, our city is going to, we're going to make all this hotel tax money. And I think really there needs to be, maybe this is something moving forward. Maybe this could work, but maybe, maybe cities need to set aside a percentage of their hotel taxes and truly, truly dedicate it to addressing the human trafficking. Yeah. You know, that, I think that'd be a great idea. You imagine all the hotel taxes in America, mm-hmm. right? We pay the hotel tax on top of our hotel rate, on top of our sales tax. There's a hotel tax, right? When we check yep. in or we check out. So, you know, yeah. maybe, maybe, maybe someone, maybe it's us, you know, maybe it's the congressman, maybe it's whoever, you know, maybe we can make this uh, a new law where a certain percentage is mm-hmm. dedicated to human trafficking. So, um, along Main Street, Milpitas. Yeah, you know, as long as I've lived here my whole life, you kind of every read you read every now and then, like you know, throughout my whole life here, decades, like you read, oh, they caused some prostitution or something. Yeah, and it's like you know, definitely we want to protect the victims. You want to advocate for the victims, you know. But uh, when I read the police blotter, it's kind of like uh, I caught some guy or whatever. Um, when I read, it's like. It's happening. That's, you know, I'm, I'm not here to definitely want to support the victims, but, yeah. but you know, it's happening. And um, I think as a government, we're obligated to protect our fellow human beings in that way. So. Absolutely. Yeah. I think I love, first of all, I want to just thank you so very much for uh, saying what you said, which is that you place value on everybody's yeah. life and yeah. that, my gosh, that is that is at the root of all of this. Is this just this, this complete lack of value for someone's mm-hmm. choice, and you know, manipulating, coercing, and even forcing people to Crazy. do something for money because they're desperate. I always say, you know, because there's a whole lot of discussion right now about, oh, well, people are choosing this. This is their choice. They should be able to do this. And I always say, you know, I don't count it Mm -hmm. a choice unless there's another alternative. Unless Mm -hmm. they have a viable alternative, then it's basically that's um, real coerce, coercion, um, you know, being forced in some way. And especially since there aren't the protections and there aren't, isn't the safety in place for them. Absolutely. Um, it's just, you know, it's just not, it's not a, it's not a good choice. It's a terrible choice out of no choices. But anyway, uh, going back to what you said about um, the hotels and the tax, I love that 
that kind of thinking. Um, I, I wanted to just highlight, right? So I, I did a, um, a little study and did a lot of research, pulled in some reports from Polaris, pulled in some reports from FinCEN and, you know, the financial industry. And what we, what they found is the top eight industries that are red flag industries for human trafficking are obviously, you know, uh, just straight up dancing, right? That kind of, you know, illicit businesses. But beyond, underneath that was forestry, logging, restaurants, carnivals, healthcare, um, hotels, arts and entertainment, and some traveling sales crews, right? And so, there in Milpitas, you know, you noted that, right, we've got restaurants, we've got hotels. Um, I, and, you know, of course, um, we have some of the other things that we talked about, massage parlors, right? That would be considered a, more of a, um, a, a care, like health in the healthcare category. Um, and, you know, there, it was, it's just interesting as they looked into these industries. Um, they were able to determine that, um, first of all, there's a paper trail on all of this, right? There's a digital uh, trail through financial, through, you know, what whatever you're using to pay for the services. Like you can really tell, right? Right. What's going on, whether even cash app, Venmo, uh, your, your bank account, uh, whatever it is, it's going to it's going to show what's going on. And we have a lot of people that, um, quite frankly, can be easily exposed, but um, we don't. We don't. We don't see it happening very often, right? We see the, the you know, the now and then the pimp here or the buyer there that might be kind of put on the hot seat, but we don't see sort of these industry overhauls that kind of look a little bit more closely at, hey, you know, you're looking the other way. You're not reporting this because you're benefiting, which is kind of like white collar pimping. And so, you know, it's an interesting, you know, you sometimes you wonder what's going on here. But, you know, I, 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 I appreciate that you are looking for solutions, right? Invest some of the taxes into the exit services for those that are being harmed so much. We're going to take a quick break. Yeah. And I want to hear from you on this. So we're going to take a quick break. And um, thank you so much for listening to Love Never Fails Radio. For more information on this program, visit loveneverfailsus.com. That's loveneverfailsus.com. We'll be right back with more right after these messages. Trash bills weighing you down? At Case Industries, we specialize in lowering waste costs and providing trash consolidation and compaction services for multifamily properties, condos, and commercial shopping centers. Let us help you reduce operating expenses and increase property NOI. Case Industries, saving the planet, saving you money. Contact us today for a property trash and recycling assessment online at caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. That's caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. Case Industries, the property manager's friend. Hi, I'm Sandra Herrera, CEO of Case Industries. I've found that many employers are looking for ways to help the community but don't know how. I encourage you to consider supporting Love Never Fails as a corporate sponsor. Love Never Fails offers all the resources necessary to help young women and men overcome the trauma of exploitation and abuse. And that's why I'm proud to have Case Industries supporting Love Never Fails Radio. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. 
where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. Now, here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, Vanessa Russell. And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. We again are in the studio with Mayor Rich Tran, who is the mayor of Milpitas. We're talking about human trafficking, how we detect it, how we report it, how we stop it. And I was just pointing out before the break that there are so many industries that are kind of looking the other way. Um, you know, banking, we can see it. There's, there's, there's residue there. There's digital residue of trafficking in, you know, in the health and beauty industry and in bars and clubs and hospitality and domestic services. There's evidence that there's um, something going on. And, and yet we don't always see a deeper digging into that. Why do you think that is? Yeah, I'm so glad we're having this discussion. You know, I, I'm a firm believer in uh, progress uh, through discussion. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when the discussions don't happen, like we're having it right here, uh, there's no progress. Uh, but to to get to, you know, the, the topic that we're talking about right now, which is kind of like, uh, you know, why is it? Why? What is the why? Mm-hmm. Uh, with, with so much residue or evidence out there uh why hasn't there been progress i uh, always try to look at it from a bird's eye view and zoom down zoom in you know i always my, my lens is always a wide lens and i try to zoom in every time i'm i'm at a point of asking myself why mm-hmm. so i think from a wide lens bird's eye view it's about sex mm-hmm about sex um sex sells sex is pop culture right uh some places uh, amsterdam or like paris moulin rouge or las vegas um certain places in the world i was in japan uh, about three years ago and they had a burlesque burlesque show that was very popular. It was like on TripAdvisor or something like that, TripAdvisor.com. And, and, and so, um, you know, I think why? Well, you know, th- these are culturally acceptable forms of selling sex. Mm-hmm. And I think that we can really zoom in and look at it closer. Uh, you know, as I stopped looking at Japan, I stopped looking at Vegas, I stopped looking at Paris. And I zoom in on Milpitas, right? Where I, where I can actually see, I can zoom in literally and just drive down the street. I can see it. I'm zoomed in right here. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a complicated uh, deal uh, and unique to every community uh, that I, I feel okay saying, you know, human trafficking is unique to every community. Um, and when we think about things like, um, financial transactions or this or that or things that we can really look at and say, Hey, that is where it's at. That is the root of it. This is where we can stop it. Mm-hmm. Um, um, doing it digitally, uh, fighting human trafficking, uh, online. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we've made progress. Uh, uh here in America, at least, uh, I believe uh, some years ago, the government uh, 
the higher government, I think it was a state or federal, I'm not sure. They, they, um, you know, they put out a lot of, uh, a number of websites that were sort of, um, places of sale for human trafficking online websites. Did that stop everything? No. Yeah. Yeah. Like mixed, maybe mixed, maybe, you know, just kind of made it harder for the, um, human traffickers. Um, you know, that was a step. Um, the internet is something hard. The yeah. internet is hard. Uh, there's a learning curve. That is yeah. yeah, we're in it. I mean, it's, 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 uh, it's understandable. We can figure it out, but, uh, there's a whole lot of stuff happening on the internet. I mean, people are, there's all types of cr- crimes, uh, respectfully. Um, but, um, I think, you know, on the ground level here, zooming in on my city, Mm-hmm. You know, we can just look around. Mm-hmm. We can say, uh, hey, my neighbor's got too much traffic at my apartment or this massage parlor is acting a fool mm-hmm. uh, or this hotel. I, I know we got a couple of hotels here in Milpitas that are, they got a history. I'll say that. And, and so we need to get out there. We need to apply the resources. Uh, is there a... Uh, hotel in every city perhaps that has these activities perhaps Uh, are the police departments uh, in every one of these cities across America giving their full attention to these hotels with histories of human trafficking perhaps not yeah and I said so that's where it comes down to a lot of times you know can we be there that one time Mm-hmm. there's yeah. human trafficking or is our police officer going to be responding to a collision that happened across the town with two vehicles? Like, you know, that's kind of how I see it. And so um, until we have the resources, every city in America um, is just not, uh, it's just not happening admittedly. Um, yeah. and, and so um from the online internet digital discussion item, you know, I always kind of bring it out of the internet and back onto the ground because, you know, I don't know if human trafficking happens in the cloud. Mm-hmm. Like I know there's like only fans, yeah. you know, websites, Porn which mm-hmm. it could be human trafficking on only fans, to be honest. You oh, never know, it right? is. It, it absolutely is. is. Oh yeah. I thought about it. Right. Yeah, there were 118 cases of of uh, children being oh, raped yeah. for money on Pornhub. That's crazy. So, so there's the problem right there in the cloud. Oh yeah. And so, yeah, it is happening on the cloud. I, yeah. I, yeah. I, I just I, I did not know that, but you know, I always try to bring it back here um, on the ground. Yeah. Um, you know, I, maybe I need to learn more about the digital law enforcement. Uh, and what we can be doing, but, um, and we all do. Here's the thing, you know, this is my line of work and I'm learning every single day because things are changing so quickly. Apps, social media apps, everything is just, just, um, re, you know, re, you know, uh-huh. Snapchat is so last year, you know, um, Instagram, TikTok. I mean, there's a whole new set of apps that people are utilizing only fans, Pornhub, 
um, you know, combined with the the physical presence there in Milpitas, there's 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 a lot going on. And at the same time, you know, we have some shortages and law enforcement officers. And I think that's one of the reasons why we're so excited to be able to come in and compliment, um, you know, what your we were able to meet with your law enforcement, you know, with your your police department. We've been able to meet with you and and hear your heart and see your commitment and. I mean, that to me is that's half the battle, right? Do we care? Do we care? I think you can get a lot done when you show that you care and when you want to learn. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back. We're going to talk about ways that people can get involved and ask more questions, find out more, get involved um, and become more aware. We'll be right back. And thanks for listening to Love Never Fails Radio. To join in the fight for love, visit loveneverfailsus.com. Don't go away. Love Never Fails Radio will return right after these messages from our sponsors. This is Dr. Miluna Fausch. I am honored to serve on the advisory board of Love Never Fails, where each voice matters as lives are restored. Thank you for your support. Let's face it, you are making a pitch for something every day. Your verbal communication skills are the key to your professional and personal success. My company, Pitch Perfect Presentations, trains executives, management teams, and startups in delivering consistent, effective, engaging presentations to today's diverse audiences to rev up sales, attract clients and fans, and secure funding. Visit PitchPerfectPresentations.com to schedule your complimentary strategy call with me today. That's PitchPerfectPresentations.com, PitchPerfectPresentations.com. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. Now, here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, Vanessa Russell. And welcome back to you, Love Never Fails Radio. We, again, have just had a wonderful time speaking with you, Mayor Tran. We appreciate you so much and the care that you are expressing today and always for uh, the people of your city and, and just in general. Uh, thank you again for being here. Yeah, um, you know, I uh, appreciate you. Thank you. Yeah. So I wanted to just leave the listening audience with a few things. We're going to be doing more work in the area, um, doing more awareness. We've talked about a couple different ways that we can do that there in Milpitas. And uh, we've started to do it in East Palo Alto, taking out door hangers um, with just little uh, facts about human trafficking, red flags and places that people can go if they need help. Um, I know that when you guys had that situation with the two, um, with the couple, you were able to reach out to Community Solutions there in Santa Clara County and get some help for some of the survivors. Um, we partner with them. They're a great organization. And we we want to see more um, agencies uh, such as ourselves have the support that they need in order to support the survivors when they come away and hopefully prevent this. And so just a few red flags that you might want to think about in terms of sex trafficking, obviously tattoos, unusually high number of, uh, and this is like lots of tattoos, um, unusually high number of um, sex partners, bites, cigarette marks, inappropriate clothing for the weather, 
Um, maybe using language like this is my daddy or this is the blade or uh, this trick, those kinds of uh, uh, that kind of language. Maybe if you hear a child or a young person or anyone talking along those lines, or maybe they're showing signs of physical or sexual abuse or medical neglect or uh, bruises, obviously anything like that, or intense shame or hypervigilance. Those can all be red flags for sex trafficking. Um, And then for Labor trafficking, people being abused at work or threatened or harmed by their employer, not allowed to take adequate breaks uh, or get food or water while they're at work, not allowed to leave the premise, um, maybe recruited for a different job than they are than they are um, supposed to be doing, um, and they're required to live on site, or they've told you that they have a debt to their employer um, that they cannot. Uh, payoff. That's called debt bondage. These are just some examples of things that you may be able to perk up and say, hmm, that sounds like something I've heard. If you have heard that, I want to just encourage you to reach out to the National Human Trafficking Hotline which is 888-3737-888, or, uh, and there you can make an anonymous report. I think that's the best way. And then they'll get in touch with Milpitas PD and follow up. And um, that's the safest way for you to engage. Um, And just, you know, as Mayor Tran said, if you see something, say something. Um, So, I um, I want to just give you a, a moment here. If there's any final thoughts, Mayor Tran, that you'd like to share, would love to uh, uh, just allow you that moment, and then we'll we'll finish up our time together. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I second everything you just said. You know, call it in, call it in, and I want to um, take this moment to. I uh, thank you and your organization love never fails for the work you do saving lives. Um, you just, you know, listening to you right now, um, you just, you know, really made me think. And that's what we need to do with every person in society. We need everybody to be thinking about this awareness. We'll call it awareness, right? Isn't that a great word? Mm-hmm. Yeah, people need to be aware. People need to be aware because this is happening, and a lot of people aren't aware. Most people are not aware. We all kind of respectfully live in our own bubbles, and a lot of people in our community live in their bubble. Uh, you know, life is good. Life is good. A lot of people aren't victims to things, uh, and and so. You know, until a person is a victim or they know somebody that's a victim or they know somebody that they went to school with in the seventh grade that's a victim. And you just kind of hear that it's happening and it kind of touches you. It kind of it kind of hits you. You know, it's like and that's when you really start to see people get engaged and you see people advocate. You see people um, start to stand for something. And so uh, this awareness is 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 key. Uh, You know, listening to you right now, just made me remember my second job out of college. I was with uh, Catholic charities of Los Angeles and I was working at a teenage runaway uh, shelter called angels flight. Mm. I'm a MacArthur park and I was a group worker. Like I was young out of college. I was a group worker and this shelter had a hundred percent runaway youth from LA 
like LA, Hollywood, downtown teenagers that just from the suburbs or the rural areas that just ran away to the city, Hollywood, right? Yeah. Music videos, they're running to Hollywood and then all of a sudden they're in a situation. And I remember one time we had this teenager, um, I will not say her name, obviously, but she came in and, and she exhibited some of the signs that you talked about right now, uh, some of the indicators. And uh, one of them was she made no eye contact. Mm. Right. And so um, that was my first time. Like, wow, this person is a human trafficking victim, teenager. And it's just this is this is the result of our society because we are not aware as individuals in society. Mm-hmm. And so I know as long as we move forward and with love never fails, if we can create greater awareness, we can each do our part to end human trafficking. Yes. Thank you so much. Well, we are going to close out our time together. I appreciate you again so much and um, for being there for that young lady and being there once again for the community. Um, We are going to, we're going to just thank everyone for listening today. And I want to make sure that, you know, if you haven't heard it before, if you need to hear it again, always remember that you are loved. Thanks for joining us this week on Love Never Fails Radio. We trust that you've been inspired by these stories of hope and love and that you'll accept our challenge to get involved by contacting us at loveneverfailsus.com, by liking and sharing our Facebook page, Facebook slash Love Never Fails Radio, or by making a contribution directly to Love Never Fails. This program is the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails, which is a donor-supported nonprofit ministry that Vanessa founded as a way of directly impacting the lives of young people who are trapped in or at risk of becoming involved in human trafficking. This broadcast needs your involvement and support. To find out more, simply go to loveneverfailsus.com and click on the radio show link. Today's program was brought to you in part by Case Industries, as well as supporters from Faith Fellowship, New Hope Christian Fellowship, and the International Church of the Foursquare Gospel. On behalf of Vanessa and the whole team at Love Never Fails, thank you for listening, and thank you even more for committing to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.